Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cover 2 TV. I'm Steve Hoy, joined this week by Chris and by Jenna to talk about Black Monday and all the NFL coaches who no longer have not jobs. Not Cyber Monday, no. Not, not Cyber Monday, not Black Friday, like in the outtakes. It's definitely Black Monday. Um, all, all told, Chris, now there's eight NFL head coaching jobs available at time recording. Obviously, this is quite fluid and things will change quickly, but we already knew, obviously, Mike McCarthy and Hugh Jackson, they've been fired in season. But six coaches um, got fired on the Monday, so I'll go through them. Top balls at the Jets, Adam Gase at Miami, Vance Joseph in Denver, Dirk Cotter in Tampa Bay, Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati, and Steve Wilkes in Arizona. Did any of them come as a bit of a shock to you, a surprise? Um, <laughs> with Marvin Lewis, to be yeah. honest with you, because, <laughs> you know, 16 years or whatever it's been like, and they finally decided to push the button. That really surprised me. Um, one that probably surprised me and probably nobody else would be the Vance Joseph one. Um, their first time at Denver have ever lost two, two consecutive and I, and I, Listen, I get that. I feel like I feel like their GM's just trying to blame everybody but himself yeah. here. And I think, you know, he's had a few attempts at um, changing that quarterback now and it's not really worked out since Peyton Manning. And at some point, that is going to bite him on the arse as well. Yeah. I suppose, you know, the, the thing for this, if it's Denver, then let's talk Vance Joseph. Obviously, got two years and he's gone... I think you could kind of get by with the roster he's got in terms of if you didn't win, you could make excuses or you can justify it. Like, say, he hasn't really got a quarterback. But I suppose what did for him, there's been plenty of questionable coaching calls, you know, kicking a field goal when you're down four with two minutes. You know, that type of thing is what turns fan bases against you. And I think, like I say, John Elway, he's, he's, I don't know if he can ever be sacked because he's John Elway. I don't know if anyone there's got the bottle to sack him. But if he is feeling a little bit of pressure, the, the obvious move is to... To blame the guy who's made a couple of coaching bad coaching errors, and they have been bad. Having said that, 
it isn't the best roster. No, it's an aging roster, and like right, they had a good draft just gone, which probably might have saved Elway, but it it looks a bit of a mess in Denver. Yeah, and um, the issue is no one can sack John Elway because they've got an owner dispute issue. The kids are fighting over who takes over the team, so there's no one really above John Elway to fire him. He's kind of running. Yeah, so he. And also, he's like the king of Denver anyway, so there's no one to fire him. I think with Vance Joseph, we just saw bad play call after bad play call. Like, just poor um, management of the team, and that's his job, you know what I mean? Punting it when it's like, you should go for that. You're mm. punting, it's not going to happen. That field goal with down four with the worst yeah. coach. One of, well, I saw Mike McCarthy do something similar, but one of the worst coaches, no, obviously, McCarthy not going for it on fourth down that against the Seahawks was a bad one. Vance Joseph, that's the type of things that gets coaches fired. Because they're the type of things that you remember. Yeah. And it sticks in coach, it sticks in everybody's head. So yeah, I agree. Um, I was quite shocked by Adam Gase. Um, the three years he's had, of which he hasn't really had his quarterback. Obviously, Ryan Tannehill's always been injured. The roster is the most middling roster in the whole league. It's not bad. It's not bad enough to get them high draft picks. It's not good enough to get them anywhere near contending for anything. They did get to the playoffs last year, albeit they were two years ago. Sorry, two years ago they were quickly out of it. Obviously. He's had to use like some Brock Osweiler courts back. It just hasn't worked for him. He'll be fine though himself. Only. Yeah, I mean, I he's imagine still highly regarded around think, the league. Worst case, you'd imagine someone will take him as an offensive coordinator, if not a head coach. He is getting head coaching calls apparently. Um, that one kind of shocked me, but then the thing with Miami is at the minute they are just the definition of middle of the road. The, the most teams in the NFL have you know peaks and troughs, and you can kind of deal with the troughs if there's a peak. But Miami just flatline eight and eight, seven and nine, six and ten. It's, you might get 10 and 6 one year and then get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs it's just so dull they probably do need something to change but I thought they would have given Adam Gates the chance to get a new quarterback before they got a new coach because mm-hmm. now they're probably looking at the, the GM stayed but it was a different GM who's changed now changed his job role they've got to get rid of the coach they're probably going to get rid of the quarterback there's a lot to change I thought they might have trusted Gates to go and get a quarterback pick him, develop him and do it but again it's, it's one of those and it's that Something something did need to change. I just think that's a lot to do. If you're a new coach now, you've got to come in, find the quarterback from somewhere. I don't know, because it's not a great draft. It's not a great free agency pool. The thing with them is, it's, it's I, kind of, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head a minute ago. It's the peaks and troughs thing, Steve, is that I think something drastic needed to happen to change that. Yeah. I don't think it was as easy. Change as it just, all. Yeah, I think that's what they needed. And yeah. sometimes you look at that and go, well, why, Chris? Because they were middle of the road and they were winning games and stuff. But I don't think they had a high ceiling. No. And I think that's where coach, quarterback, come in, accept that you're going to be crap maybe for a year or two and then try to build up to it. Or do you have that sort of initial kick that like your Matt Nagy's or your Rams, your, I forgot the Rams coach's name, Sean McVay, those type of kicks, like are you going to get that? I don't think you're going to get that there, but that's what they'll be looking at right now. If you look at his record, he's 23 and 25, that is just Miami, they were, he got them to 10 and 6 one year, they went 7 and 9 this year, that, that's, who, that's just who Miami have been, and they've kind of been this forever, you know, you, you know more than anyone you've seen in the yeah. division, they are just like the middling team. I, I, Having watched a bit of them, I always admired Matt, um, sorry, Adam Gase, but then his play calling at times. I mean, there's only so many screen passes to Albert Wilson you can watch before you just tear your hair out. Having said that, did he have the quarterback that allowed him to be more adventurous? Because we saw with Peyton Manning, when he had the ability to run an offence, albeit with an all-star quarterback at the time, it was amazing. and it, it, It's what got him jobs and it's what's going to continue to get him noticed. But for me, he looked like the guy, for example... 
who needs the highest of high-level quarterbacks, and then he'll be fine. And without it, his offense is just a little bit bland. I think everyone's offense is a bit bland. Though. If you don't have the highest of highest quarterbacks yeah, who can be. execute your offense, then it's bland because you've got a QB in Ryan Tannehill who first year you thought, okay, I can see what he can do, but he's just never progressed. And he's been injured a lot. And he look, he's basically terrible, in my opinion. He's a terrible quarterback to stick with him. So they get rid of him. I think Gase has been caught with... The problem why the AFC East always stays so middling is because the Patriots are so dominant. No one has a chance for a full rebuild because no one will give anyone a chance to really rebuild a roster to beat the Patriots. It's they're trying to make splash signings. They try it with Sue. They try it with... Um, what's the outside linebacker? They just signed Al Wilson recently for tons of money. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, they, they keep trying these... Olivia Vernon and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was what I was thinking of. They keep trying these splash signings to try and keep up with the pace with the Patriots. And because they never have a full rebuild, you just end up with that middle-of-the-road roster. And that's what happens in Miami. And it's why they need to actually seriously smash the roster up and then rebuild properly. But whether they'll actually execute that again, the... they haven't removed the GM. So when you keep removing like a coach, then a GM, then a coach and GM... You need to hire these people together yeah. to have like that full rebuild. Bring the G- maybe bring, that, bring that the GM freshness. in who then picks the yeah. coach. Yeah. The, the, for me, that Miami job would probably be one of the jobs that I'd want as a coach. I, if I had to rank them, I would put I, that last. So, I'll, I'll so those eight. The reason why is, I think the timing's perfect for a rebuild here. Because, let's say you'll have a two-year, three-year plan, something like that. Where are the Patriots going to be in two to three years? Which is fine, but then... They'll, they'll probably be... Sorry, they'll probably good. be close to the top of the division. They'll probably be winning the division. They've done it the last 10 years. But the Not rest good. of the division's pretty shit as well. You know what I mean? And how how will the Patriots react to losing Brady and Belichick? So if you can time it right now, you can rebuild your roster. You might catch the Patriots on a down year. You could. It might be next year. It might be the year after. It might be the year after that. But you've got to have the strength and conviction in your appointments and your plan to be able to see it through. Would you not think maybe then the Jets job might even be more appealing than the Miami job? Because at least they've got... But you've got... The got is, at least you've they've got, got the quarterback. Hang on, you've got the sunshine. Miami's a nice place. Miami's a really, really nice place. Yeah. You <laughs> are one of the biggest franchises in NFL history. You've got the name. If you can rebuild it, you are like a yeah. god yeah. For, for being able to do that. So for me, there's... Yes, the risk reward's probably a little bit better with the New York Jets, but it's the fucking Miami Dolphins, man. Yeah, yeah. I can see. You know what I mean? If I was ranking, the NFL's them, better for a good Miami Dolphins. I, I don't know, I if I had to rank them, they would be the one I would least want. I would, I wouldn't want to go there, and I wouldn't want to go to Denver at the minute, and definitely wouldn't want. Or Cincinnati, they're the three that I would be against. Uh, argument for Cincinnati, if they want to stick with a coach for sixteen years who's below average coach. Go and get there. Go and get that Go and make your money. At least you'll make some money. You know, <laughs> you're not gonna like don't have to worry about where your kids are going to school after you've been fired after a year. You are sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's the one good thing. I quite, I'm quite intrigued. Then we'll talk. We'll move on to a couple of them. But let's talk New York. Then uh, Chris, four and twelve top balls. The first year of Sam Darnold in which he was injured. Um, similar to Baker Mayfield already. Well, you know, he's gonna his first season in the in the league, and he's already getting a new coach. It's not ideal. But I suppose the thinking would be, rather than stick with this fella for three years, let's get someone in new now who can then work with Donald as he progresses, rather than, if, if, if we don't believe in Todd Bowles, there's no point keeping him just for stability's sake. He hasn't really done anything. He had that 10-6 and six Ryan Fitzpatrick season, but even that, in the end, didn't get them the playoffs. Um, you've got, look, you've, got, a, to, go, you've got to utilise your quarterback yeah. at this early stage. We've seen when Russell Wilson came into the league what you can do with a rookie quarterback on a on a really small on a rookie contract. Basically, 
So you need to maximise those years of Sam Darnold and you need to make sure that you've got the right coach for his development and for the development of the New York Jets. So yeah, that would be up there. They're going to go offensive coach. I think it's 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 99% nailed on. Yeah. And they need to find the right guy to be able to work with Darnold. Yeah, the the, the last I read it was Matt Campbell from Iowa who's been, just talking about the list here, and Todd Monken who's been the OC of the Bucks offence, which to be fair, the Bucks offence isn't bad. The quarterback was pretty bad, but I think the scheme wasn't. Um, but there's tons and tons of interviews happening now. Um, Geno, then let's let's talk about Tampa Bay and Dave Cotter. They kept him because they couldn't get John Gruden, and he, who knows if that's a positive or negative. We'll we'll find out down the line. Um, he was a dead man walking from the start. He couldn't quite figure out the quarterback situation. He had Jameis suspended. Fitzpatrick plays well. Benches in, brings Jameis back, brings Fitzpatrick. It, it's been a, an absolute mess. And ultimately, if you're the offensive coach and you can't get that sorted. You kind of you kind of dead aren't you've got to you've got to do something maybe when you're the man who's you, you've come in you're meant to be this play caller you're meant to be the guy who's meant to develop Jameis Winston if Jameis Winston doesn't develop you're always going to be the guy who's kicked to the curb yeah um, I think you know Jameis was the best QB in that draft that was why he was the first pick and he just hasn't worked out those off the field issues which everyone thought well you know you're mature you'll get to the next level they've kept happening anyway. He's not. He hasn't progressed at all. All his numbers look good because it's just based on attempts. So he gets a lot of yards, but he, he's just a walking turnover. Turn makes stupid decisions and then doesn't lead teams well. And I think that's shown by Cutter doesn't lead well. I mean, he's like, I'll call the plays, then you call the plays, then they had, no one knows what's going not on. Not flip flopping. There's, there's no yeah. real faith in Ant and Cutter done. It was just a lost season if you're the Bucks. And another one. They've had eleven without the playoffs now. Yeah, yeah. It's another lost season. I think they've just got to start again and I get rid of James. I know they talk more cute and want a one year contract, but I don't see the point. Yeah, the, the general manager he's gonna be around whether he's the quarterback, they don't know, but he's gonna be there in the competition, Chris. Would you um do you feel sorry for Steve Wilkes? One year in Arizona with a let's be honest, a horrendous offensive roster. Obviously, I say that knowing quite well that David Johnson wasn't fully fit. The offensive line was a mess, Larry Fitzgerald was still there. Josh Rosen was in, but he obviously very much is a, a rookie and he had to mess around at that position. It, it was just, for the guy to come in and get one year as a stopgap and now he's gone, do you feel at all sorry for him or do you, do you think it was justified? Not really. I mean, listen, he will and that's fair, and that's fair enough, but did he won three games? He did only win three games. <laughs> so Two of them, two of them were against like, San Francisco, wasn't he? The problem, the problem I have with analysing the Cardinals is that you just don't see them very often and... Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, but, but mm. they're never in the public eye. Them, even when they were brilliant, they they only started to get noticed when they were in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, one what of I mean? those three wins. Just by the one way. of those. Er- it's yeah, <laughs> it's just one of those areas where no one really gives a shit. You need to make a splash there, and it's very very difficult to make a splash. No, that I think I think three times they conceded forty odd points. Yeah. I mean they had the way he was an offensive coach, I believe, and he had the worst <laughs> offense. <laughs> I think it was. Pro football outsiders who rank it said that's the worst offense they've ever seen, or it's close to. It was an absolutely abysmal team, this Cardinals team, and they had not. You've as a coach, you've come in, and they've just got waste. And there's not like one area where you can go, but this has improved, or I've got him, and we can build around him. So you just, I get it. They're just taking a mulligan and getting rid of him. But I believe that they should have got rid of Steve Kahn. I think Steve Kahn's so lucky to still be in that job with his off-the-field issues. And now this is his third head coach. I, I don't know what he's got on the Cardinals <laughs> owners, but yeah, I'm not sure how he managed to yeah, It's been a mess, job. I agree, mate. And then, obviously, 
we spoke briefly there about Marvin Lewis and the Bengals, though, Chris. But in fairness, I, this one, it did shock me a little bit. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. He said, you know, he's been basically been fired after the third successive season without getting to the postseason. Obviously, he's the, most, the best coach they've ever had in terms of records. He leaves 131, 122, and three. Three ties. That's peak Marvin Lewis, Bengals, that is. Um, obviously, they've been to the postseason seven times and never won. That's the one that's it's going to kick him. We, we're old enough, I don't know, Jenna, is to remember that the Bengals being the laughing stock of the NFL. They were a joke. And to be fair to him, he did turn them round. But he turned them round 10 years ago. Yeah, that was what I'm saying. It's, really? I, I, no, I'm with you. It's just yeah. comfortable with that. Yeah, that's really? what, no, but that's what I'm going to say is that it's, it, this has been three years in the making. It's, he turned them around, he got them to where they need to be, and then he ultimately failed. It just seems to me like they've skated by hoping and praying that maybe something will come off, and it never has. That job to me is one where I'm looking at that roster thinking, yikes. There's, that is a roster where it, it's a bit Miami ish. There's probably what... Well, his record says as much, doesn't there's it? There's one... AJ Green's a star. Ty Lyford, when he's fit, can be. I suppose Joe Mixon can be. There's, there's bits um, and bobs, but there's but not... he's on the wide right receiver as well. It's pairing with a fit AJ Green. That's not a bad offence. There's, there's, there's players again, there. It's, again, it's it's the Andy Dalton fact, isn't it? And the quarterback factor. And Jeff, the fact that Jeff Jester has come in and not looked that much different than Andy Dalton. Oh, I massively disagree with He runs it. around a lot. I, I, I heard you say that in a show yeah. when I wasn't here. Now, he didn't like me. I, I was basically screaming at the telly going, that's absolutely I think I don't think there's that much difference. <laughs> other than he runs mass, better. Massive difference. But Dalton's fine. He is, he's, yeah. he's another Tannehill. He's another one of those good enough to get you beat kind of players. That job to me, Chris, I'm not sure if I would be wanting that. Other than, the, other than what Jen said about the stability where you're probably going to get a 15-year contract, there's not that much going for since. I just don't know what... <laughs> In a, I can't see them winning a Super Bowl anytime soon, and it's their division looks tough and tough. It's more li- likely that they're just going to fade away again. To be honest I, with you, I, and I don't want to be the man to 
undo 16 years of half-decent work by Marvin Lewis. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So we not, <laughs> if I say New York, Miami, Denver, Tampa, Cincinnati, Arizona, Green Bay and Cleveland, Chris. Rank, let's, let's, let's between us, let's come up Cleveland. with a ranking. Would are they your number one? Would, would they be your one job? I'm asking you, sorry, I'm not rank, that's not me ranking them. They're the eighth openings, those teams I've just said. Which of those would you most fancy if you were looking for a job? Ooh, Miami or Cleveland? See, I'm thinking the, the for me, obviously Green Bay because if you, you there's a chance to walk into Green Bay and win a Super Bowl next year, there just is because you've got twelve there. If not that, I think Cleveland's a really, really good job in that. Quarterbacks there, pass rushes there, star cornerbacks there. You look like your receivers, you've got something going there, thereabouts. Tight end looks like he's there. Offensive lines getting there. It was just they got to seven and nine, and that was after Hugh Jackson. Fucked them up so so often. That one to me, Jano, could be, and, and even Bruce Arians have said, you know, if I'm going to come out of retirement. I'd love to go to Cleveland. It's one where four years ago you would never have said everyone wants to manage Cleveland. Now I imagine there's a lot of interest in the Yeah, um, two years ago when Hugh Jackson was there, I mean, he's the worst head coach in history, in my opinion. He's so, <laughs> so bad. Greg Williams coached safe around him. Greg fucking Williams. But yeah, that's the one I'd want. You've got Baker Mayfield. It's Baker Mayfield just broke the touchdown record for rookies. I know that's obviously with the inflation of how much your rookies play and um, throw now, but he looks exciting as you want. You've got the pieces there. Which... Sorry, and also the fact that Pat Mahomes had a game last season. Because, <laughs> let's be honest, he yeah. was basically a rookie this season and he's, he's at yeah, 50. But, I get your point. Yeah, but well, he, he had a year to sit behind Alex Smith. Too. If you want to sit behind someone, sitting behind Alex Smith's not the worst idea yeah, in the world. So I, I won't do that. I'll do my own thing, thanks. Yeah. That's what he learned. No, it's not. Don't make mistakes. But see that pass that's over 10 yards? You can throw that. Do you reckon he was texting? I was going, you know, you can throw that pass. It's yeah, legal. It's, it's third and 10. <laughs> I know I'm not going to go throw it to four yards out, out. Yeah, that's what Alex Smith was doing. Um, four yards in the flat. But yeah, I think the Browns is the flat out best coaching job. I mean, it was, as I said, a year ago when we looked at it and we went, they got a roster that's worse than, not worse than college teams, but that's how bad they felt. And now they've got an exciting roster. They've actually banked in, cast in on all those picks they collected. They all look good. And they're all starting to look good. And John Dorsey, I trust him as a GM. I mean, you might think he's a cowboy or whatever, but <laughs> he's made some solid picks, so I think that's the most exciting one to go to. Do you think, again, we're recording this, things can change quickly, Chris, but they are they have, sorry, interviewed Greg Williams, obviously seven and nine, he got them there. He, he already I think that's, that's tipping the cap. <laughs> Thanks very much for a few wins at the end of the season. <laughs> you don't think, you don't think, yeah, no. You oh, don't think no, they, if, they, if they hire Greg Williams, congratulations, you are going back to being four. Yeah. They've made so many good decisions <laughs> over the last sort of 12 months. What do you think about Freddie Kitchens, then offensive coordinator, has done well, Baker Mayfield clearly gets on with him. He's getting interviewed for the head coaching job. Could you see that one? Again, it makes sense. If if, if you think there's a good something good going on between him and Baker... Um, if you hire a head coach, you maybe you do it on the Pravado that you keep ready. I don't know. It's it's a, it's a different one. I, I'd be looking at this and thinking, <coughs> now's the time to cash in. Okay. Now's the time for us to actually make a mark in the NFL for the first time in how many years. Let's get somebody who's better than that. Yeah. Because it they literally have the pick now because everybody's thinking the same as us. Everybody's thinking, actually, that's that's a really good job. Mike McCarthy's being linked. Mate, heavily. go and get someone who's a winner. Just yeah. go and do it. This is your chance. Nobody else has been interested for years because how, how shit you've been. You've got to get this right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. I'm just looking at the list of people who've been who've been linked to the Browns and Matt Eberflus, obviously called DC. To be fair, he's done a great job on on the Colts defense. You're looking at Brian Flores. You know quite well. I'm not 
too sure about that one, if I'm honest. Um, I, everyone wants him, though. Yeah, I mean, that, that's about, everyone, yeah, everyone wants him. Something about the way he must command the room, something which you know, we would know, but everyone seems to want him. Like, the Cardinals nearly gave him the job last year. So. Yeah, the Packers are interviewing him already. Um, Mike McCarthy, like I mentioned, Mike McCarthy's been interested in, in the Browns as well. There's, there's loads and loads. Um, Arians, obviously. Okay, yeah, definitely. Mike Munchak, there's, there's absolutely loads. I, I agree. I think that's a big job for someone. I think it's a really good job in that. The Steelers look like they're kind of on the decline. It's all falling to bits. Obviously, Antonio Brown's asking to be traded. There's all kinds going on there. There's drama at the Steelers. Who the this fuck? is new. This like, we've, been, we, we've just mentioned the Bengals look a bit... Nah. The Ravens look good, to be fair, with the Lamar Jackson thing. Well, how long that can last? There's a chance there, Chris, for someone to go and, and do really, really well. Um, let's finish then on my team. We haven't really spoke about the Packers too much. The latest from Green Bay. It's been lovely. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> latest was shit. The, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, on the next show, <laughs> we'll, we'll mention. I'm the, sure that we mentioned the next week on our. Well, yeah. yeah. Next week, the week after about my team. Yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna, it's coming. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> the Packers then it looks like the top target, Chris, is Josh McDaniels. And twelve months ago, we all sat here after he got into bed with the Colts and then quickly jumped out again, saying that might be the end of him. But there's clearly something he can do because. It hasn't put anyone else off. Obviously, if a Colts job came up, I imagine the Colts would not be interested again. But there are still teams calling Josh McDaniels. And if there's one guy who can work with a star quarterback and he's got the respect of a star quarterback, it's obviously you know it's him. Yeah. Are you are you surprised at doing what he did in terms of just bailing on the Colts? Hasn't had that much. Of, obviously, hasn't had that much of an impact. No, I'm not no. surprised at all. It's the NFL. <coughs> the NFL yeah. values winning more than anything else, and. Listen, he has been a winning offensive coordinator for years now, and he's proved that he can do it. As you say, he's proved that he can work with um, top-quality quarterbacks. He'll be in there, and all it'll take, if he goes into the backers, all it takes is first press conference. I've been working with Aaron Rodgers now. He's better than Brady. My word. What does, <laughs> what does that do for Aaron Rodgers? Whether he believes it or not, you say it in your first press conference. You get everybody on side, and you get fucking Aaron Rodgers going, yes. That's all I needed. Best year of his career. I'd love to just see a trick play once or twice in Green Bay. I haven't seen Brady and to be Josh McDaniels pulls them out. Um, would you be worried? Yeah, then you, you mean the Philly special? Because you know every team does that now, except us. Except us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah why not? Um, there's a chance, uh, General. Obviously, it, it might not happen too much in the near future. Obviously, with the playoffs, but the Patriots could lose both coordinators yet again. That, not bothered. Not worried. Or... It's happened multiple times. Yeah. It happens yeah, yeah. routinely. New England lose. Director of player personnel, GM. Didn't work out too badly last year for defensive coordinator, offense coordinator. It happens all the time. As long as Bill Belichick's there, then Not he bad. already knows who's replacing them. I mean, I was already named to you last season when Patricia was going that it will be BJ um, Flores who takes over as the defensive coordinator. So we already know we got the infrastructure there that it never matters that much as long as you got the best coach and the best quarterback. Now, sadly, the quarterback looks like he's on the decline. There's other things going on, but. I'm not too bad about leavers and Josh McDaniels. That would be a disappointment because he, he's probably he, next in line. He was next in line, and as as Chris was saying then about um, you will always take another risk on a player in the NFL. If a player fucks up for your te- for one team and then gets released, someone else always takes them on because it, they just think, "Well, he didn't do that to me," yeah. and that's what the Packers are seeing with Josh McDaniels. We well, didn't leave us at the altar. We're a better, better side yeah. than the Colts, um, we're a better option. We've got much better ownership and GM op- issue. Um, issue. I've got Aaron Rodgers, whereas the Colts had Andrew Luck with one arm, and no one knew what the second Terminator arm was going to come back on. 
It did. Yeah. It absolutely it did. did. We, we'll get I mean, I think Josh McTagney was looking at that now going, shit, that could have been me. <laughs> yeah, I could have had this. Um, Would you, Jeno, how has McDaniels done this season? He's been all right, but the problem is... Has he ro- damaged his reputation? No, because the roster's been built poorly. We've got the worst collection of special teams weapons, I think, in the NFL. I think because when you think about Gronkowski can't move anymore, Julian Edelman is slow as fuck. And then you look and go, who's left? Josh, who's Josh Gordon's gone now. Josh again. Gordon, you know. Flash Gordon. Got, got high again. You know, <laughs> yeah. big surprise there. Um, and then you, you look and it's just the two running backs. That's all we've got. So I don't, his play calling hasn't been the issue. It's the problem's been the offensive line isn't great. If we can only, if we run the ball, we play well. We can't run the ball, we're fucked because we can't throw. And that's why you kept seeing that scattergun approach on wide receivers. You know, there's like a lot of people came in for the cup of tea and then left. You know, players like Matthews and that. So I, I don't blame Josh McDaniels for that. I don't think anyone else does because that's Bill Belichick who's making those decisions. Like letting Brandon Cook go seems like a was an awful decision in my I, opinion. I I don't I'm not disagreeing with you, right? But I, I look across at the Saints and what they've been able to do with their star quarterback and their coach and their offensive coordinator. And they've been able to bring in lads from the Coles and been able to get them catches but all season they, long. But they've got Michael Thomas. That's oh, it. If you've got the one guy who dictates coverage, that's what they talked about with Le'Veon Bell. That's why they're like, oh, well, James Conner's doing just better than Le'Veon Bell. But it's like, no, because teams went zero in on James Conner. They were zero in on Antonio Brown. Whereas when Le'Veon Bell's there, he's zero in on, on Le'Veon Bell. And then that opens up the field for Antonio Brown. So that's a little bit with the Saints. They, Michael Thomas can dictate all the coverage in the world. And he still catches it. He's, he's amazing. Uh, I mentioned before, we didn't, we didn't get round to it. So let's tie again. Then. Um, let's try and rank these in order of, of the, the cover two TV best to worst jobs you would like. Um, which one would you most want? Right, If you're getting hired right now, Jeno? I'll go Browns. Browns. I think I'll go Packers. I still think 12 gives you... you, you <laughs> In a, in a career where you don't get rebuilt, the, the Packers. Yeah, but it's not yeah. even that. It's twelve keeps getting injured. He's fine. He's, yeah. There's a lot. Of, he went off with a concussion on Sunday. He's as well, and he's let's he, be honest. He's yeah. not exactly. He's I, just a prick. I, I don't care what that. But I, the fact that he's injured <laughs> a lot and the fact they went out with concussion. He wasn't injured. These these are issues though, because it seems to be every season. Yeah, he has been. And also, if you're an offensive guy, you kind of want to be the play caller yourself. He would have to. Yeah, that's true. So, who would you go to then? Would you go Packers to then? Dolphins. Dolphins too. Oh no, I got Packers too. <laughs> if uh, I can't get the young QB of things, so we amazing. Let's just take the second best QB. Three will be interesting. Packers. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I think it might be the Jets at three. Yeah, just to work with Sam Darnold. Um, the Jets has got their opportunities, as we said. We think the Patriots in the decline, and then they've got another team rebuilding the whole division. Quite high draft pick. And I think Sam Darnold's a lot better than Josh Allen. So yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> Four Jets. I would have to go. I might go Arizona just because I've got the first overall draft pick, and I've got at least I've got a, I've got a quarterback. I, I might believe it. I would go the Bengals. Okay, five, Chris. Mm. We're getting into we're getting into <laughs> middle of the road territory now. Broncos, but only because of my belief in their quarterback. I think I will go five Tampa I for go. my belief in that quarterback. I'm holding on to this James Train. I'm, <laughs> I'm going um, five Cardinals. And then obviously with left them six. I'm going to go. I'll finish off with Bengals, Broncos, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> it's a much of a much decision at the bottom. Yeah. Bengals, Cardinals, Bucks. You just don't want the Bucks job at all. Not for you at all. You know, to be fair, it's a horrible stadium. 
It's too sunny. Yeah. Can't even watch it. Can't even watch Game Pass. It's and too sunny. The uniforms terrible. It, so, those yeah. alarm clocks. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> there are. But let us know in the comments below. One to eight, one to eight on the, the coaching vacancies. What you rank best to worst. And also, if you're a team looking for a coach, let us know which of the names you would most like the, to your team to hire. Let us know at Coverage TV on Twitter or in the comments below. If you watch it on YouTube. Um, Keep an eye on the channel because we're going to be recording another show in about two minutes' time. We're going to be looking all at the, the playoff pitch as a whole, making our picks for wildcard weekend and such. So, Chris, thanks very much. Jenna, thanks very much. And we'll be back in about two minutes on Cover 2 TV. <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.